back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. You're a weird guy. <laughs> I'm a weird guy. I'm proud to be a weird guy, Rico, because normal people are boring. That is true. That is right. Also, I put up my poll question. Yeah, yeah. You're a weird guy as well. What is your poll question, uh, and and how can people vote on it? Go on Twitter, because poll questions are going to be gone soon after Twitter updates or whatever. So I'm just doing all the ridiculous poll questions. At Radio Rico AC, and I want replies as well. Retweet it, favorite it. Uh, I have a poll question up that says, if traditions... Were a take one, leave one, and Matt Rule was bringing in his no single digit numbers tradition. Which Huskers football tradition would you give up? The tunnel walk or black shirts? <laughs> and currently, uh, after j- very short amount of time, yeah. the black shirts is winning. <laughs> <laughs> they would give up the black shirts. They would give up the black shirts. Mm. 80 to 20. It's only five votes, but still. If you had three people. If you were pulling my teeth and I had to choose one or the other, I think that I would actually give up the tunnel walk. Really? Yes. I love the black shirt tradition. Wow. And that's why I was, along with Terrell, a little bit upset about what, uh, what, how it was handled last year. And there were no black there shirts. There were no black shirts. Thank I even, you, Qdoba guy. Even though guy. the defense earned them after the Indiana game, but whatever. And then they later in the year, they, you know, yeah. who knows? At but the end of the a, year, they were like, here's your black shirts. You guys yeah. earned them. And it's like, cool. <laughs> Sweet. Are we going to practice? No. No. Can you wear them? I mean, you can wear them. You can have it, I guess. <laughs> we're going to take it back, actually. You're not really gonna, next year. There's really nothing for it. You can just <laughs> take it and just have it, I guess. That was silly, right? They just handed them out after the season. Yeah. Well you, get to keep, well, you get to keep them. So you're just like, I was a black shirt. Oh, I earned it. Yeah, you get to keep it. Yeah. Because once you graduate, I think you get like all of the jerseys that you wore. Like all yeah, your game jerseys. I do see them selling them, you know, yeah. a lot of times. I think. Players. Yeah, at least get a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember there was one former defensive player who was selling his jerseys, and his black shirt was next to the jerseys, and somebody said, how much for the black shirt? Because I saw it on the in the comments, and he goes, that one's actually not for sale. It's not supposed to be there. I was like, oh. yeah, damn straight. <laughs> Somebody's selling their black shirt. That'd keep be, that one. Yeah, that'd be quite uh, Oh, everybody would want lucrative. it. Lucrative, yeah. You get a, you get so much money. Yeah. How much money. How much money would you pay for an authentic, practice-worn black shirt? It de- depending on the player, it certainly depends on the player. Yeah. If if it was a Terrell Farley oh. practice run, he would never. So this no. is just this is just a hypothetical. How much would you pay for a Terrell Farley worn practice black oh, shirt? Oh man, quite a bit. I feel like you can get a decent amount of money. Yeah. I'm not really a collector, but I know collectors would. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can make some pretty good money there. Speaking of making some pretty good money, I did want to answer this question too off the text line because we're gonna get into some on three valuations here. Uh, but Christian Lincoln says, "Do you guys think Nebraska student athletes are really making six figures? Is someone really out there paying guys to go four and eight slash three and nine? <laughs> uh, he says we have like uh, we have guys declining to come back when they're still eligible. Feels like we're actually paying six figures. A lot of players would stay. Um, it is important to note." That uh, basically, and who knows how this is going to look five, ten years from now, um, but it is it it isn't like all these guys are rolling around in no. in lots of money. It's usually you know three or four guys on the team that make um, pretty good deals. I would say f- I I I feel like there are schools that you have guys making six figures, but currently I would say probably maxing out at maybe five, yeah. but not high five. 
not a whole lot more than that on the team. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, mostly at uh, ideals, gift cards, hundred bucks here and there. For, yeah. For Just some a couple people. hundred. Like, yeah. that's the thing is these NIL deals aren't, they're not outside of like the, the national chain, like a raising canes or a degree or whatever. Like these, these NIL deals are from local places or like smaller deals where like box said, you're getting, you're getting gift cards. You're getting a couple hundred dollars each time you're going out to, to meet with some people and to sign autographs for like 400 bucks. Like it's yeah. nothing. They're not out here saying like, Hey, we want you to we, we want you to you know post this on your Twitter and on your Instagram and sign autographs and we'll give you five thousand dollars like that's that's not happening very often and if it is it's something a lot bigger than that and it's it's players that are in the limelight damn near every time usually you know usually unfortunately for for the for the guys that that, that get dirty the offensive linemen the defensive linemen it's usually quarterbacks running backs receivers tight ends guys who score touchdowns or guys who who lay big hits those linebackers and the defensive backs like it's it's usually those guys that are out here making the big money well, and a lot of it too is about how far you can uh, you, your brand will extend you know so part of it's you know what can you do as far as um, eyes on you on the field and part of it's what is your social media and that's why I was surprised when I look at the top 10 players this is NIL uh, uh, top 10 valuations uh, updated rankings some of your guys are on here it's kind of interesting and I don't know exactly who everybody is so uh, number 10 is Hansel Hansel Emanuel who's this he is a basketball player I believe he is the one with one arm but he's uncommitted yes I think he's going I th- well, I thought he was. Committed. He doesn't have a. Uh, he doesn't have a I logo so. next. He is. He is. He is the basketball player with one okay, arm. I yeah. believe. I'll have okay. to look that up to just to make sure that I'm. So not- he's top ten in the nation. So when you're thinking about guys making millions of dollars, you have to be pretty close to the. I mean, yeah. he's at one point four million. And again, this is a valuation. I don't know. I don't know what on three does to get these numbers. He plays for Northwestern State. Okay. Yeah, he's the yeah he's the best. They player just with didn't. One arm. Des- they decided not to give him a. I guess. Well, I think he just. State I think logo. he just. No, he played this year. Let me check. I'm checking on ESPN right now. I yeah. just saw a thing that said he scored his first bucket. I'm gonna say he just committed. Okay. Well, you know, best of luck to him. He's number at ten at one point four million. One point five million at number nine is one of your guys, Rick. I don't know if he's officially on your list that Nick has for you. Uh, but Bo Nix is pretty darn close to one of your guys, right? Damn straight he is. <laughs> yes. Damn straight he is. All right, Hansel Emanuel was with Northwestern State this last year. Okay. He scored his first bucket on December 10th, 2022 against UL Monroe. How many did he average this year? It doesn't have any of his stats for whatever reason. Huh. Very strange. But, yeah, Northwestern State, the Demons. That's who he plays for. There okay. you go. Okay, continue. Uh, I'm sorry. Continuing this list, at, at number eight is Drake May. Of course, going to be a high-profile uh, quarterback in next year's draft. The North Carolina quarterback uh, is NIL valuation at 1.5. Um, how about Colorado making a few guys on the list? At six and seven, you have Shadur Sanders at number seven at 1.5 million. Of course, the son of Deion Sanders and the quarterback that we'll see uh, when Nebraska travels to uh travels to Colorado to play them probably I mean you know who knows what happens but in Boulder <laughs> he's expected to be the starter he's Travis gonna, Hunter number he's six gonna be the starter. yeah I mean he's he, that's the plan he's got know, a number injuries can happen <laughs> yeah he's the only one of the number who really knows uh interestingly enough at number five is Caleb Williams you're defending Heisman Trophy winner at 2.6 million he's outdone by Mikey Williams Wait, who's Mikey Williams? Yo, you, no, you shouldn't know Mikey Williams. Mikey unless- Williams, he plays basketball. Yeah, he plays basketball. Yeah, he's he was supposed to be like the next coming of the great one 
um, a couple of years ago. His highlight tapes were all over the He's internet. He's at Memphis now. Yeah, his his highlight tapes were all over the internet. He was he was amazing. He, he did a great job of branding himself, yes. and that's why he's at this NIL He's one of those guys with a lot of followers and some basketball skills, but not you know not to the level of a Caleb Williams, not who's a Heisman the, Trophy yeah. winner. Not quite there yet. Yeah. Uh, Livy Dunn is a gymnast for LSU. Same type of situation. Has a lot of followers. So her NIL valuation at $3.4 million. Arch Manning uh, outdoes the ball at $3.7 million with, at number two. Of course, now going to Texas. And then um, way above those guys <laughs> at number one is Bronny James, whose NIL elevation, according to uh, On3, is at seven. Point two million dollars. The man has not committed, uh, and yet that is what you're looking at, probably for his nil. And of course, that makes sense because with Bron, with Bronny, you will probably have a lot of LeBron appearances. And um, I mean, really, we talk about what money can't buy you, but LeBron being around campus, being a fan or you know a spokesman for whatever that program is moving forward. Um, that's maybe worth more than seven point two. Now, Bronny James. First off, he has the name. You know, he's LeBron James Jr. So he's got he's got that going for him. So that's that's a lot of money in his pocket. There, he's a four star athlete. He's really good uh, at the game of basketball. So he's got that as well. But something that I don't think a lot of people, because nobody really cares about video games, but I do. He's a part of Phase Clan, which is one of the most popular gaming groups in the world so that also gets put on top of that where you know whatever university since they're allowed to do this now he can game in that in that university's gear and and get all of the followers all of the viewers that are watching him play whatever game he decides to play along with you know um hanging out with those those other members of phase that is another uh reason why his valuation might be so high but that is just a crazy number. It is, and it, it is it's shocking um, to kind of see that. And really, I can't wait to see where he goes. I mean, it is I, if you're if you're a college basketball fan, and we talk about college basketball, the Final Four that's coming up. Um, tickets, by the way, for San Diego State FAU under a hundred dollars. So all the talk about how great of a tournament it is. Well, it's not quite the headline matchup that people wanted to see or are willing to spend money on uh, as much as what we usually see in the Final Four. Um, and and so you know, and we heard from De'Aaron Fox talking about the college game. If you didn't last week, um, says he can't even watch it because of the long, <laughs> basically long shooting streaks the coaching isn't great the officiating is terrible mm-hmm. um, all that stuff but the college game really can be sparked similar to Zion Williams I, I think Bronny not nearly as flashy um, last night the McDonald's All-American game made you know five three-pointers um, maybe have a little bit different game than his father um, but talk about the eyes of the nation on college basketball with Bronny James legitimately becoming a McDonald's All-American or a real like one of the top players in the nation if he goes to Ohio State, which is what a lot of people are yeah. forecasting, because oh, yeah. I think it's Duke, Ohio State, and Oregon. If he goes to Ohio State, LeBron James could be in Pinnacle Bank Arena. That's right. I'm just throwing that out there. And that ticket will be more expensive. Now, I'm just there. saying, I'll be there. I won't be there for. <laughs> I won't be there for basketball. I'll be there to find LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ohio State needs him to commit too because they had a pretty bad year this past. Yeah, year. we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, uh, but in that McDonald's All American game, it was kind of interesting too. Peja Stoyakovich's son was playing. It made me feel very old, even cool. though I'm not that old. Yeah, like hearing the names. 
So just keep going. Just well, and to even make so- you even more feel old for somebody that that's seen all three of them, there's a third generation McDonald's All American, uh, <laughs> who's now dad and grandfather have been McDonald's All Americans <laughs> and DJ Wagner. So we're all kind of getting old. Of course, uh, Dewan Wagner was his father. But, oh goodness! Uh, it was kind of interesting how that went on. Um, but this is weird. It is. It's strange, but I love to see. I love to see. This guys, is what it feels like to get legacy old? kids. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like pretty this. much. Yeah. I don't like this at all. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, I watched your dad play." <laughs> not only did I, but so for some, it's like I didn't even. Not only did I watch your dad play, I watched his entire career. Yeah, like I, I like. <laughs> I remember I was there for the whole. Thing. I remember him getting drafted, and yeah. I was just like, "Wow, that's going to be a good player," or "Oh, that's a terrible pick." And then turns out he was pretty good or pretty bad, depending on you know whoever's playing. Pages Stoyakovich's son. Your dad was great, man. That's right. <laughs> Your dad was great. <laughs> I he's he, I'm, uh, just, I don't even know much about him, but just because he's Paige's son, he's one of my favorite players going. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't even know where he's going. The more Stoyakovich is, the better. I think he's. I thought it was Oregon. I should have to look it up uh, to see where it was, but I I I was hoping because he had it basically uh, down to just a few teams. And Andrej Stoyakovich. There was a chance that he was going to go to a Big Ten team, but he ultimately... Should have gone to Nebraska. That's where he should have gone. Well, Recruiting. And, yeah. Four-star. and received offers from all these places. Verbally committed to Stanford. Stanford, okay. I knew it was Pac-12. Including Kentucky, UCLA, Texas, Indiana, Florida, Louisville, Stanford, Tennessee, Oregon, Yukon, Georgia Tech, among others. He's going to Stanford. Did you also notice, I don't know if you've noticed this, uh, anybody that hits the transfer portal has been uh, contacted by Nebraska. Well, of course. <laughs> seriously, as, they, as they should be. Yeah, all, there's, it's been a, a wave of players that take the transfer portal, and you know we can go through you know which one of these guys Nebraska might have a realistic shot at, but it's it's almost overwhelming because almost every one of them is like, yeah, I've been contacted by a, a few schools. They list them, Nebraska. Nebraska's like, always there. All right. Well, well, Nebraska did lose four players Yeah. as of right now. Um, there might be more, I don't know, but right now there, there's four, uh, two graduating and two into the transfer portal. So you're going to have to reload. Hopefully you don't have to rebuild though. Hopefully you don't lose anybody, yeah. uh, massively important outside of obviously Derek Walker and Sam Griesel, um, to, to this roster. So you just have to reload and not, you know, bring in a whole bunch of more transfers and hope that they gel as the season goes along. Yeah. Cause I don't think, uh, I mean, you're just at a point in your contract where you don't, you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt. Like, it was nice to go back to a year of, hey, these guys try hard and, you know, have some fun moments. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you've got to start taking real like, steps okay. forward. Not saying that they didn't this year, um, but toward tournament play. You might need to do what Penn State did and actually make the tournament and probably win a game or two. Yeah. And then leave. And then, and then, we'll, and then, and then we'll be happy. Yeah. And then Fred leaves. <laughs> yeah. And then, for a better job. And, and then, then, then we'll say, like, that's what we wanted. And he's gone. Obviously. Yeah, if, he, go. if he leaves, that means that he did good. But he told us that this was his dream job and he wanted to retire here. So he, obviously that means he's, he's going to stay. Go. Yeah. yeah, that's what no coach has ever said that and left. Yeah, I was I always thought that was funny when he said that because he said that immediately when he got hired. And I said, you don't have to say that. That's okay. That's unnecessary. You don't have to say that, Fred. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be here that if long. If you're a stepping stone, that's fine. Just help us. Just just <laughs> ma- just make us better. And then you can leave. It's like, it's fine. Yeah. You don't have to stay forever. You don't have to promise to be here forever. We don't have to get married. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Some relationships aren't meant to last. And if you just acknowledge it, that's you can find more beauty in those relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. We like to know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's uh, go ahead and take a break as we hear the music playing. Thanks to the band over there once again. Uh, we will... Uh, We'll take a break. We'll come back with uh, with Nick Sander. We'll jump in, ready for the crossover to preview happy hour. Uh, plenty to talk about, including 
Arthur Blank speaking out about why the Falcons will not be going after Lamar Jackson. What? Uh, that seems to be kind of a trend around the NFL. Very strange for a former NFL MVP not to be highly pursued, but that's what's going on. We'll talk about that coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler 93.7 The Ticket.